Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noah. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering your favorite and unknown movies, games, comic books, anime, and more weekly. We appreciate you being here and hope you enjoy the show. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right, guys. Week's over. Back to Cozy Nights. So we start with some news. Uh, we start with uh, Comic Curious and Qu- Quirky, Ronan Livin's uh, news stories from the very far uh, back past, very far past. Ancient, I should say. <laughs> well, not ancient, but you know, 1830s, a long time ago. Uh, this one's but from the Bathroom Chronicle and Weekly Gazette, 14 January, 1830. So apparently this guy, this young man, decides to take a bath off the pier of this uh, port in uh, Leith, Scotland. And it's, it's January, so it's a little nippy, but he's like, ah, you know, I gotta get cleaned. And he gets mistaken for a seal and shot at. Which I don't, <laughs> that fact? I don't know. I don't know. He's not even the same color as a seal. Was he fat and, uh, fat and hairy? I have no idea. Maybe he was. Maybe that's what he, did. he just took his shirt off. It was just a, a fur underneath. Seal. Like he, he, like, he took his shirt off. He was more clothed with his shirt off than it was on. <laughs> So they shoot at him, but he escapes and uh, no no injuries. Hooray. At least he made it out. Yeah, just ram ass naked <laughs> through the, the cold Scotland land. <laughs> Next one is uh, from the uh, same uh, Run 11 story or a uh, book. Uh, Windsor and Eaton Express on two, 2nd January 1839. Uh, so this one's fucking weird. I probably shouldn't have said that. Now it's going to be demonetized the first goddamn two minutes. Anyway, this bricklayer, bricklayer by the name of Bishop, he worked for this company called the Clay Cross Railway Works. Right? Mm-hmm. He decided to play a practical joke, so he took a, a shovel full of lit coal and threw it into the back of a wagon that was full of gunpowder. And uh, you can pretty much imagine what happened after that. It blew up. It blew up and it threw him for twenty yards. It ripped the clothes off his his body and burned him severely. So there you go. I don't, I don't understand the practical joke at all. That's what I was trying to figure. What is the practical joke? Side of it? I don't know. Can you imagine his thought process? This is going to be the funniest shit anyone's ever seen. Historically funny. And he just throws it in and just boom, blows up half the building. Well, that wasn't worth it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. People are weird. This next one actually came in from uh, yesterday, I believe. I read this in the Associated Press. This one's crazy. It's in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, this woman falls into a dumpster while she's taking out trash, right. and the dump truck comes in, and you know they 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 lift the dump truck and they throw the dumpster stuff into the the contents into the back of their dump truck, right? Right. Well, they she was in there, and they actually the guy actually compacted the the trash four times with her inside, <laughs> and she still survived. They uh they saw her on the, they saw that she heard the neighbors heard her screaming, and the guy. It's actually the truck driver's at worst fault because he heard he uh he can see there's a camera inside that he can see into the the dumped. Yeah. So he's like, oh well, there ain't nothing in there. Ka-ka. Let me do this four times. My lucky charm. <laughs> but uh, hopefully she's okay. But I mean, like you kind of, you don't hear someone screaming their lungs out. I guess it would be kind of loud. I could have sworn I've heard somebody something else like that too before. It, that's happened before. It might not it might be common, but it's it's happened. Yeah, only there was one where it was actually uh, a trash compactor where somebody got stuck in one of those. I don't think there's any, anything coming back from those. Yeah, I don't think they survived. Those are like legit. They're strong. Yeah. 
It was weird because even after four compacts, she, she was able to get up and say stuff, but she wasn't being coherent. So I guess she got crushed a little bit. <laughs> I hope not. Cap hiss, dog shit. Uh, syringes, condoms, baby diapers. I mean, all sorts everything. of everything. Everything, any trash that you can think of. Head bed, all liquidy juice. Like bodies and whatnot. People trying to get rid of. <laughs> That's what they probably thought. That's another body somebody's getting rid of. Hey, let me hit the let me hit the compact. <laughs> all right, this next one's gonna make you mad. Uh, it's from Screen Rant, uh, February second, twenty twenty four. It involves the question, and what his origin was during the New Fifty Two uh, series of comic books. He was part of something called the Trinity of Sin, and uh, his the the question's original origin in this universe, the New Fifty Two, was he was actually narcissist from the Greek mythology. And he he had his face wiped due to his sin of vanity. That is the stupidest thing I have ever fucking heard. <laughs> and then he had two partners in the Trinity of Sin. One was Pandora, the woman who unleashed evil on Earth. And his third partner, your favorite, oh the Phantom Stranger. He used to be a Judas Iscrat, Iscariot. Judas himself <laughs> betrayed Jesus, is the Phantom Stranger. And when did this happen? The New 52. Oh, Back in the day. God. <laughs> it would make you mad. Yeah. I mean, there, the whole thing with the fan, like the question, and I, who was the other one again? Pandora. Pandora. Those, it's like, those are just stupid to begin with. But the Phantom Stranger, number one, is extremely powerful. Maybe Judas is too. That that part <laughs> <thing> makes sense. <laughs> Due to the fact that the Phantom Stranger existed before Christ. I don't know, man. I don't. I didn't make the New 52. You got to ask Jeff Johns. He's the one that wrote it. Fuck you, Jeff Johns. I think. If not, we're sorry. <laughs> All right. So that fuck, is it. F- fucking with cosmic entities in DC. Okay. I, like, I find it funny that uh, what, what you're so vain that they wiped your face. That what? makes no sense. <laughs> you're the vainest man that's ever lived. <laughs> and he's just making a blank face for the rest of his life. That's stupid, though, because wasn't um, uh, Montoya, wasn't she the question, too? Yeah, she was one of them. So how the fuck does that make sense? I don't know, New 52. That's that, that's going to be my answer now for anything anything that I can't explain right. Yeah, well, New 52. <laughs> like, if I'm writing sto- if I'm writing stories right, like, how, how does that, that doesn't make any sense. If New 52. New 52. <laughs> No wonder everybody hated it. I mean, I quit reading before any of this shit. They depowered my favorite character out of all of them, the Spectre. So they turned him into a little wimp, a little limp rag. So pretty much. All right. So uh, this is not a news story. So, but it's kind of in limbo because it, it was newsworthy. But I saw this on X, not the porn site, the, the Twitter thing. I don't know why the fuck. I don't understand the name for it. Uh, uh, just say, uh, what is it? Uh, I'm just say Twitter. Just say Twix, the way everybody else does now. Twix? Uh-huh. Twitter. What am I eating, Twix candy? What? Do they own the thing now? I don't know. By the way, X is a fucking wild west. Yes, it is. Like, you you will see some of those horrific shit on there. You don't even want to. Yeah. I saw, I was scrolling through stuff, right? I might have to just, I might just have to scroll through all of my following stuff. Yeah. Because the other stuff is horrendous. One was like, uh, what's the worst movie you can't get through? And I just barely saw the image and then zoomed past it. It was some dude hanging from wires. Yeah. And like they had cut his chest open. And they had just held his fucking skin out so his organs just peel out. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all watching? 
It's also really annoying too. Everybody trying to get engagement on Twitter because they keep posting fucking questions. Yeah, they'll post random stuff. Trying to get like under underneath comments that have nothing to do with the the actual content. It's so annoying. Although I did put one on X recently today. I'm like, hey McDonald's, why isn't it called the Big Big Mac? <laughs> like it's a perfect name. Instead of the double Big Mac, call it the Big Big Mac. That's what me and my cousin call it. Makes more sense. Uh so this is a story I saw on X today. Uh someone named Joyce uh, Joyce Carol Vincent. Sound like you're trying to have a New York accent. Hey, Joyce Joyce. <laughs> Uh, this is actually a, a haunting story. Okay. She was found dead three years after she died in her apartment. Gosh. With the TV still on. Huh. They didn't cut off the power? That's the thing. That's the, the reason for the story was like she, she died in December 2003 at 38. They found her January 2006. And uh, because of automatic bill payments from her account and because of like uh, uh, debt forgiveness, there was a way for it to just keep cycling through. It, it they had to commit twenty four hundred dollar or pounds in like uh, debt before the the Metropolitan Housing Trust went to her house to see what was going on, and they found her dead body. I bet you the TV was like, "Well, look at that TV! Three years, T- TV was on for three years, never broke." Fuck. It even it's worse because she was estranged from her family and she was distant from her friends at the time, right? Because of some stuff in her life, so no one checked on her for three years. That's sad. I will now make sure I have. A committed relationship with my friends and family. They don't <laughs> goddamn way you're gonna find my body 15 years from now. That is crazy. It was sad, yeah. I was like, man, that sucks. Like it's just mostly just sad. Very, yeah. You just die alone, and then no one even cares for three years. Damn. This is America. It's actually London, <laughs> but I would say this is America, like to uh, Donald Club. <laughs> this is my area. All right, so that's it for news. Uh, let's move on to the cozy kitchen, and I'll give you a nice re- uh, recipe for you guys. Oh yeah, I gotta give you a story first—a food story. So there's this brandy called the uh, Williams uh, Pear Flavored Clear Brandy, and uh, inside every bottle is a uh, a full pear. And that, and if you wonder how they get it in there, they basically they surround a, a blossom with glass. They cut around. They they fill it with air, continuously, I guess. They cut other uh, buds and blossoms around it so it gets all the nutrients. And it just grows with the glass hanging off of it until it matures. Then they take the whole thing off. They fill it with brandy, bottle it up, and they give you, uh, then you buy it. And uh, it's your job to get it out once you finish the bottle. (laughs) Although I will say brandy is one of those kind of alcohols. Oh, God. Really? I, I don't really drink alcohols. I have no idea. I would just buy it for the novelty of a pair inside. Buying it for novelty is fine. Buying it to drink, oh, I don't know how people drink brandy. Maybe it's an acquired taste. But shit. I, I can drink Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger. What is that one? Uh, Pat's uh, Blue something? Pat's Blue Ribbon. From South <laughs> It's real, too. I know. <laughs> it's a beer. They should pick that one for whatever reason. Because it's a cheap. It just trashed the shit out of me. All right, so I'll give you guys a recipe now. Oh, yeah, go, we're not getting sponsored by uh, Williams Pear-Shaped or Pear-Flavored Brandy, but if you guys want to send us some bottles, please. <laughs> it would be much appreciated. I wonder how much they are. Probably like not, they're probably not, like, expensive expensive. Yeah. They're probably a pretty penny. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it anyway. So we got this recipe from Women's World. Don't ask me questions why. 
<laughs> I, I got the magazine so I can uh, read, read the little mysteries inside, and I <laughs> fell in love with the food stuff. <laughs> so I got a recipe for you guys from Women's World <clears throat> called the Beer Ken's uh, Chicken. Let's have a look. <clears throat> so you need, for this, two lemons, one-fourth cup olive oil, one-fourth cup chopped uh, fresh oregano, mm -hmm. one a teaspoon of paprika, half a teaspoon of uh, garlic powder, half a teaspoon of onion powder, one four to five pound chicken. God dang. It's a big boy. Or girl, I guess. <laughs> you don't eat roosters. You never heard people eat roosters, have you? Nobody really does, no. Huh. Weird. Half a tablespoon of salt, one fourth tablespoon of uh, pepper, and one 12 ounce can of beer. I guess your choice. Pabst Blue Ribbon, all the way. <laughs> so you prepare the grill for uh, medium high direct heat cooking. Uh, what does that mean, direct heat? It means directly over the fire. You just put the chicken on there? Yeah. With, with, on the, the bars? Where? What are you cooking it on is the question. A grill, a pan? Let me see. Prepare grill. Oh, the grill. Yeah, you're right. It's a grill. I was thinking oven for some reason. <laughs> just put it on the... Just throw it in the oven. You know my cousin put a pizza on the in the oven with nothing underneath? Yeah, you can do it. Well, to explain why it was melting the bottom. <laughs> like, it was underneath, and, like, it started, ru like, ruining the bottom of his uh, oven. There was no rack, even? There was nothing. He just threw it. Oh, he just put it in the oven itself? Yeah. You're supposed to at least have a rack. No, he had nothing. He just threw it in there. You don't have to have a pan, but you have to have a rack. I don't know what I don't know what he did, but he says, like, it keeps melting his pizza, and it falls on the bottom of the rack, or through the rack. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's not setting it on there to where it's even. <laughs> he's fucking up his pizza. He's going to burn his house down. <laughs> the fact that he has a house before I do it scares me. Yeah. Well, his his mom bought the house for him. I see. There, you got you gave you your reason. But I mean, he's not house ready at all. Burn that place down. Watch, watch one day on the news. <laughs> all right. So, uh, prepare a grill for medium high direct heat cooking. Great. Half a uh, tablespoon of zest and squeeze three uh, table. Uh, no, half a teaspoon of zest and three tablespoons of juice from lemons in bowl. Mix oil, oregano, spices, zest, and juice. Rub outside a chicken with mixture. Season with salt and pepper. Pour out half a beer. Place can in high-sided high sided, uh, roasting pan. Carefully lower chicken cavity over can. Arrange legs to stabilize. <laughs> That's beer chicken? Yeah. I used to, you got to do that with women. You got to uh, prepare, <laughs> arrange legs for stabilizing. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, place uh, pan on grill. Cover. Cook until uh, meat thermometer. <laughs> Insert joke there. <laughs> Insert in the thickest part of the thigh. You can tell I've been uh, I've been thirsty for a little bit because find it hilarious. You guys must think I'm high all the time the way I talk because I ramble so much. It's just <laughs> my nature. So place pan on grill. Cover. Cook until meat thermometer. Insert in the thickest part of uh, thigh away from bone registers. Uh, 145 degrees, about one and a half hours. Let's sit about 20 minutes before carving. Mm -hmm. You got yourself a serving of six, active time 10 minutes, total time two hours, plus grill prep time. Calories of 514, protein 15, uh, 49 grams, fat 34 grams, 8 grams saturated. Cholesterol 158 uh, milligrams, carbs 1 gram, sodium 342 milligrams, fiber 0 grams. Well, damn, it's going to just sit in your gut. <laughs> and sugar 0 grams. Enjoy that. It's just a stick. Oh, yeah, there's another story I wanted to say. Now we're coming out of the kitchen. And uh, it was going to be part of the news, and I forgot because I wasn't sure because it's a little bit depressing. But, uh, you know, I am, uh, I've been trying to find the right word for it, right? 
And I used to say I was a refined pervert, but that meant that I was so good at being a pervert. I had a, a peak level. So I didn't, so I'm, I'm a, I'm a. You said dignified. Dignified is the word I should be sticking with because I keep swearing to change it, but they're not, they're the words are different meaning. They're different, yes. So I'm a dignified pervert. And uh, I'm not into really uh, specific types of genres, right? I'm more into like the stars. Like if I like a girl, right, or a woman, then I'm like, oh, that's the greatest superstar I've ever seen in my life. And when I'm growing up, one of my favorite uh, adult stars, uh, and I've actually never seen her like, I didn't really see her. I never liked her actual like sex scenes. What I saw her when was in naughty amateur home videos on Playboy TV, and she was the host, and her personality was so genuine, and uh, like cheerful, and bubbly. Like I just became a fan without ever actually seeing her do anything sexual. And uh, a couple days ago, well, last week, January twenty fourth, I saw the news that she had died. Really? She was forty three. Jesse Jane. Oh, those like Jane died. Yeah. You know she her? She lives in Oklahoma. Yeah. Guess where she died? In Moore? Moore, Oklahoma. She lived down there. Oh, no. Have you met her? Did you meet her? If you met her before I did, before she died, I'm going to be real mad at you. But yeah, she's like, like I saw, like, it just like, because I was on, I was scrolling through Instagram, right? And so this guy was like, rest in peace, Jesse James. I'm like, you better be fucking joking, sir. Yeah. And I go on Google, and I, she, she OD'd with her boyfriend. Yep. In Moore, Oklahoma. Yeah, I know. Fuck. I've actually met her. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Is she nice? Yeah. Normal middle-aged woman. She tall? How'd you meet her? Well, that would tell you what I do for a living, so... You'll tell me later that. <laughs> but, man, it's uh, it's unfortunate that she died. She was so young. 43 is not that old. No, she was a nice person, though. Every time I'd seen her. That's nice. She Did she look like she did drugs? Uh, Can you really tell nowadays, honestly? It's kind of hard to tell sometimes. Well, unless they're a true crackhead. <laughs> you can That's just... true, yeah. But, man, can I tell you... A st- Actually, that was going to be the main story today, was about uh, uh, that type of lifestyle. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, like a moment of uh, silence for Jesse Jane. Um, so, as you know, I work at the flea market sometimes with my aunt, help her out on the weekends, and it's uh, quite the raucous place to be. <laughs> and there'll be drunk fights there... Uh, I told you the story, but I don't think I told it on. Did I tell it on here? Which one? About the fight that broke out that my mom got video of? Um, I don't think so, no. I didn't tell it on here? No. Well, so, yeah, so this fight breaks out. The one day that I'm not there, because I was at another place that my aunt wanted me to check out to take care of, and my my mom goes, she never goes when I'm there, but she goes the day that I'm not there, and there's this huge fight that she recorded on her phone, and it was so bad that when the security guard got there, he pepper sprayed everybody in the face. Like, he just started pepper spraying everybody. You can see people go, rrr, rrr, rrr. The, the, what, what, what makes the story so uh, next level twist is that he ended up pepper spraying the managers of the whole flea market in the face, his wife. He, the, the security guard pepper sprayed the manager's wife's face during the little, like, during the whole, like, debacle. Yeah. All my aunt's cowboy boots and stuff got knocked to the floor. You can see it in the angle. They were like all like they were like fifty boots on the floor, and people just getting thrown left and right, and people coughing and you know, and drooling and like you know, eyes just ruined. And then there's the manager's uh, no, it's the manager's wife getting pepper sprayed in the face. Like, uh oh, how about she's not getting uh, hired next week? I don't know if I don't know if the security guard are like on appointment basis or because I've never seen like the same one consistently, you know? Right. There was one with glasses, right? That got his ass beat and he never showed up again. 
I feel bad for him. Like, I can't, how am I supposed to drive home without, without my glasses? My glasses, like like from Adam Sandler and Uncut Jazz. My glasses, my glasses. I feel so bad for him. They beat his ass. It was his old man, right? Like in his 60s. Yeah. Just beat the hell out of him. And took it and broke his glasses. How am I going to drive home? My glasses. Yeah, people are mean. I was going to say it's the south side, so, you know, everybody gets into a group around people fighting, too. Yeah. And then they get involved and don't mean to. <laughs> That's why they got pepper spray. Yeah, look at them get shot, but I guess the security guards, I guess they're at least uh, competent enough not to start blasting. No, they probably are not uh, armed security. No, they, yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Half of them like just fucking racked with like 50 guns. Oh, I would have started spraying then. <laughs> no, I think the reason is because they know they would be liable because they, they get, people get, uh, they get patted down uh, at the, uh, at the front of the store, the flea market. Oh my God, is that bad? It's that place. That's why I don't take a piss after six o'clock in the bathroom. I gotta fight for my life to get out. <laughs> you gotta be patted down to come through. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it is sometimes. It's more for a safety precaution, because you just never know. It's almost dystopia, though. Not really. I mean, like, at least it, like, there's like security at the front of the place, you know? I could see if they had like metal detectors. Yeah. They don't. They got hands. I don't want. I don't want no dude touching me. Hey, man, once they grab your dick, it's whatever now. No. You get used to the protocol. No. But just take a swing and go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. But th- this is a, that was not the story that I... That one's like uh, more of a like uh, a taste story, like an appetizer. The real story that happened happened last week. So there's a supermarket right next to the flea market that me and my cousin go to after we finish uh, work there to pick up some stuff because it's like it's catered toward Hispanic people. And they don't have like you know they don't have uh they don't have like cactus pears at that Walmart. <laughs> if you never had a cactus pear, you're missing out on life. Just remember, as we found out from Reddit, don't eat too many. Cactus pears? Uh huh. Did we? Thought it was plums or some shit. No, it was cactus pear. I eat like 15. I'm fine. They got a weak stomach. <laughs> so uh, we so I uh, I'm there right. I was there all day and I didn't go to the bathroom because like I guess I I got the trucker's bladder now. I'm accustomed not to go to the bathroom until we get to the supermarket. And I had to go. <laughs> I had to go. And uh, I go to the door. It's a unisex bathroom, one room. And uh, I pull, I push on it. The, there's no door. On the, there's no uh, There's no doorknob, by the way, on the inside. You just lock it, and then you unlock it, and you use the lock to pull out. <laughs> push it out. And pull out. The most ghetto. <laughs> So uh, I push on the door, and it doesn't budge, right? This girl's like, uh, occupied. I'm like, oh, my bad. I, I leave. I shut for 20 minutes. I go back, right? Uh-huh. Push on occupied. All right, she's taking the shit of shits. So I'm like, I can't wait anymore. Let's just go. And we go to the, we get to the, uh, the, uh, the checkout. And you can still see, like, you can't see the door, but you can see the wall. And if you, someone comes out, you know they came out of the bathroom. Right. Like, they don't just come out of the wall. You know it was the bathroom. Right. And uh, so my cousin's like, oh, the guys got out of the bathroom. And I look over, and there's some good guy in a blue jacket while running out. And I'm like, fuck, it's a guy who's got a high-pitched voice. So I give my cousin my stuff, and I go to the bathroom, and I pull, and it's like, this girl's like occupied. And I'm like, wait a minute. This guy just came out of the bathroom. Yeah. Who are you still in the bathroom? There was not enough time to see anyone else come in. Yeah. Like, that was, it was like that second. Like, someone, that guy's coming out of the bathroom, and I ran to the bathroom. When I got there, the door was locked, and some woman said, I was still occupied. And so I go back, and I'm like, I think there's people fucking in that bathroom. And, uh, and my cousin's like, you sure? And I, and I kid you not, this homeless woman 
came out of the bathroom holding blankets and pillows. She was turning tricks in the bathroom. Yeah, I know. She was just getting busy in that bathroom. I walk in, I'm like, <laughs> you can smell the cooch. Because <laughs> I still had to piss. <laughs> like, I'm not going to put my dick on that toilet ever again. You don't want herpes? Hell no. Nah. I made sure not to. I made. I washed my hands four times. I checked. I, I threw my trash in the trash uh, bin, right? Mm -hmm. I look, is there a condom in here? Let me check. And, like, that guy knew that I knew. Because when I came out of the bathroom, he was standing on the edge of the the, the, the aisle. Where he had some stuff in his hand, right? And they saw me look dead at him. He's like, I better go buy some more stuff. And he did, he, he ran back into the back of the aisle. I'm like, I know you fucking there. <laughs> 20 fucking minutes you wasted. I had to fucking piss so bad. But, man, she was turning tricks in a supermarket bathroom. That bathroom is filthy all the time. It is wet. All the time. The wet? I mean, the floor is always wet. <laughs> wet and sticky. Wet and sticky. And it's always by the fucking urinal. Well, there's no urinal, the toilet, because it's yeah. a unisex. Yeah. I would never put my ass on that toilet. Oh. But man, if you gotta go, you can. <laughs> and so I just had to piss. And I, I you know, you, you don't have to you put any, your, any of your body doesn't have to touch anything in the toilet oh. and you have to piss. I, I, could, I could be pressed up against the wall and I could piss into the toilet from a foot away. <laughs> But it was, I mean, it was so surreal because she was like, they're just making like $15, $20. What if she made it, but she paid by, she charged by the minute or by the hour or by the bust? Did she charge by the bus? $25, you get the nut. And he's like, hey, it's on. How desperate of a man. You, I, like, I'm a filthy, like, uh, dignified pervert, right? But I would never go to a toilet, a, a public restroom with a, with a homeless woman. No. Nothing against her being homeless, but that's just disgusting. You don't fuck on a toilet floor. It's like Britney Spears walking on a bathroom at a gas station, barefoot. <laughs> you remember back, back in the day? Sorry, Britney Spears. Yeah, that, oh, my God, that's disgusting. Like, for me, I don't ever think you should have to pay for it. Like, well, I want to be a porn star, so I kind of like evil. <laughs> I mean, as in, like, you paying for it. What if I'm the star? That'd be you getting paid. But I do it for free. I'm a pro bono post. <laughs> but it's still, are you paying for it? I guess not. Well, this is my own production. Well, what would my company name be? Well, what was my, uh, oh yeah, Papi Dulce was my porn star name. If I ever fell in life and everything else, you can guarantee you'll see my dick some. Be my last option. Be like Adam 22. Be like fucking uh, Zach and Miriam make a porno. <laughs> Like I got no other options, you know. But yeah, you're right. Like it's like, ugh. You shouldn't have to pay for it. Like most dudes, like not most dudes. This guy was like, how much? Like at least go get yourself an escort. Shit, <laughs> a high quality kind. Somebody that's clean. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't even know what. You know, this woman was rough. Like I don't like people making fun of people's appearance. This one was a man. Like she looked like a dude with like a shaved head. She looked. She looked like she had a dick bigger than mine. Like she looked like she could beat my ass if I looked at her funny. <laughs> she was a tomboy, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Try to be nice about it, but man. Well, tomboy's not an offensive word. I guess not, but I don't want to be uh, offensive. Now I could think of a bunch of offensive <laughs> words that would get us banned in a heartbeat, but I'm not going to. But man, I mean, like, uh, like for him to, you know, with her, right? Yeah. Um, if if she's a lesbian, right? She's doing it for the money. 
is making that making that cheddar. Yeah, but she's. The... But for him, you know. Like she. Okay, that'd be like saying that you're not gay, but you're just doing it for the money. Oh, like the the gay for pay thing. Yeah. I'd be like, sure. It's whatever you say, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like I can see what you mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like you're you're gay. <laughs> At least you're bi. <laughs> There's not enough money. They can be like, I'll give you two grand to suck this dick. So, I don't want any money. I'll do it free. The <laughs> <laughs> money? No, I don't need that. <laughs> All I need is dick in my mouth. <laughs> Whatever. We we got really off course. <laughs> And uh, I don't know. Uh, well, let me tell. Let me make sure people know that I am respectful and uh, courteous to all people of all manners of life. Uh, even if I make jokes, it's because it's my comedian nature to be funny. But I'm respectful. If you, whatever your pronouns are, whatever your gender is, I respect all of it. But man, if I make fun of something, it's because it's funny to me. Uh, we all know. I'm not, I'm not as good as Dave Chappelle. That's a, we all know that you're Dave Chappelle on the inside. It's fine. <laughs> but I never mean it out of a malicious re- uh, way, you know. I'm just trying to lighten, you know, life is, uh, basically here's the thing. You can't give offense. You can only take it. What about dick? I mean, I guess you could take that too if you want to. (laughs) I can't, I can't give dick. I can't take dick. Can I? I don't know what I'm going on about. (laughs) I'm just saying like, uh, as, as offensive as I can be, it's always from a good place. I'm just saying this woman where you shouldn't, you know, (laughs) She looked like a, she looked like a guy. Okay, how do you know it wasn't? I guess that's a good point. Maybe she, maybe it was a guy. That's true. You're right. Actually, it could have been a dude. In this world, you never know no more. And he just wore that old. Stop making assumptions. That is true. It could have been. It could have been a dude. And she, he could have just wore that dude that John's asshole out. Yeah. And the, the guy comes out checking his own. Oh, damn, my got booty. Because in my mind, the, the 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 hooker is the one doing the banging instead of the the John. If it was a dude, John. <laughs> that is true. It could have been a guy. Could have, could have. Well, you know, still, don't fuck on the bathroom floor. Nasty. Very, very, very. I mean, Bucky's, I could see. But a Bucky. <laughs> it's clean. Oh, yeah, it is pretty clean there. And fucking huge. Yeah. It's like a goddamn uh, Turkish bathhouse in there. I'm... Jesus Christ. <laughs> the stalls are all nice, closed in. Yeah, but that really that really upset me, because like you expect certain things in the society, a certain level of dignity. Yeah, not to fuck in a bathroom, not to walk into the bathroom at a flea market and see an ass sticking out of the bottom of the the stall because you passed out from being drunk, you fucking alcoholic. <laughs> but you see it anyway. I've seen more ass and dick at a flea market <laughs> you've ever than I care to mention. <laughs> anyway, that's it for cozy nights. It's all ruined. <laughs> Tune in next week for more stories. All right, what you got for Urban Dictionary? Let's have a look. Get my, get my phone out. Go to the app. Here we are. Go to go to the stuff that I've uh, <laughs> that I've saved. Oh god. <laughs> All right, let's get started. We got uh, Jabba Jockin. That is when to have mad pull with others, like Jabba the Hut. I guess it's Jabba Jockin, where you don't even have to do anything but sit there, be a boss, and get all one's needs and wants met. So you're so awesome that you just lay there and just get laid. I don't know. I've never seen that in life, but okay. Hey, so, hey, so, uh, just like the temp. 
The next one is called a, a fuck burn. Which sounds brutal, by the way. Is when you have engaged in sex for a long session and you're very sore. After after a point, like if it's not pleasurable, what's, what are you going for? A record? You're trying to break a record? Like if your dick starts like chafing. Oh, oh, God. Oh, we just gotta, just gotta finish this night and then we'll be done. She's been dry for hours. Right, yeah. She's like, you're both exhausted and bored. You're like, you're, you got a chub at least. It's not even in there anymore. It's just squeezing against her belly button. Next one is uh, Blankosaurus Rex. When you go one or more days of hounding girls without getting sex, I would say at that point, stop harassing them. Yeah. If they said no from the beginning, just fucking move on. Try hard. That's all it is. A potential rapist is all that is. <laughs> no means no. Unless, Unless you're in a fucking NCN or whatever that bullshit is called. The NC, what is it? NCN? Or CNC? Oh, God. Yeah. Or, uh, God, we made that joke a long time ago. Uh, uh, was it Rodney Carrington, maybe? Where he's like, uh, damn it, I can't remember what comedian it was, but they had a joke, right? Where it's like, uh, if they get the bad reading in the courtroom, where... Uh, oh, that was... Uh, uh, um, I know who it is. It's Bill Burr. <laughs> yes, Bill Burr. Yeah. But it like where it's like the worst. No, stop it. No. Oh, like yeah, like in a lovingly. And then they go into the courtroom. He, she said, "No, stop it." Like she didn't say it like that. She didn't say it like that. I guess the uh, subtext would be the, the word for it. Uh, uh, like the the or uh, tone. The tone. You don't get tone from letters. Yeah, from a fucking email or anything. I mean, Twitter has proven that. You don't get <laughs> you don't get the sarcasm. You get nothing. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that. So next one is the Krusty uh, Baldwin. And after Alec Baldwin, I'm assuming, when someone is having anal sex and the person giving it to the partner ejaculates and leaves the semen there until it gets crusty in the anus. Oh, that just sounds unhygienic. It does more than anything. <clears throat> next one is Platinum Digger. Someone who surpasses a gold digger in the fact that they're already insanely wealthy. So they're already rich, and only date and will only date people who have more money than them, aka an asshole. Oh, so every woman now then? They're rich now? No, there's that broke as fuck. No, there's that uh, meme or whatever where that sugar mama. Had. It's like you're paying for me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, May third is uh, Kiss Your Homie Day. No homo. <laughs> I think they're trying to justify that again. <laughs> Next one is my favorite word ever on this site, gummy bear. Oh, God. A young gay man who is attractive but has bear qualities. A hairy chest but is well-groomed and shaved. Gummy bear. <laughs> That's why you the username on PlayStation, gummy bear. <laughs> Next one is Laffy Taffy. Oh, God. When someone stretches the truth but makes it seem reasonable so they don't get caught creeping. So you can stretch it a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Little white lies. Just stretch just enough that they still believe you. Next one is called Cottonmouth Kings. Hope it's not a slur, but uh, it seems like it. A rap group consists of a bunch of skinny white guys covered with tattoos. They do a lot of hand motions in their music videos. Look like they're going to grab your penis through the screen. It's only it's also the new age white trash redneck music. I don't even know what the fuck that is. What's Cottonmouth Me Kings? It sounds like an actual band that just fucking shit on. No, I can think of a few. They called them rednecks too, and white trash. I mean, damn, they went, they doubled down on them. That's mean. 
Next one is the Idaho Shake. <laughs> but the shit on Idaho. <laughs> Take a shit on one leg with the other leg, dip your foot in the shit, and smear it all over someone's face. What? It's like a handshake, but with shit. Oh. So you, you, you shit down one leg, you rub it with your other leg, and then you kick someone in the face, basically. What? It's a handshake. It's called the Idaho Shake. Wouldn't it be just be easier to, you know, step your foot in some shit, some dog shit or cow shit, and just kick someone in the face instead? I would think that makes more sense. Why would you have to kick? Why do you shit yourself first? Huh. Whatever. Sounds like something a homeless person would do. Maybe. Just try to shit themselves and then kick someone in the face with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that is it for the 10 on uh, Urban Dictionary. Cool. I guess we'll go ahead. I hope I've ruined your lives. You did just a little bit. It's fine. Uh, every time we do the the uh, Urban Dictionary, I die on the wood side, <laughs> so it's fine. I find the I I just love wordplay. I'm a modern day Shakespeare. <laughs> I just enjoy finding new words for uh, or new definitions for old words. Which reminds me, have you ever read um, uh, the Divine Comedy? No. Yes, no. It includes Dante's Inferno. Oh, that uh, Purgatorio and Paradiso. Is that what it's called? Huh. I've read it, yeah. It's got all three, though. It's yeah. a three-story thing. And you go through every layer? Well, it does hell first, then you go through purgatory, and then you go through heaven. I don't remember any of it, but yes, I read it. You, you said Divine Comedy. It sounded like something like, I've never heard of that Shakespeare play. No, it's by... Uh, Dante, isn't it? Dante. Yeah. But everybody only knows the Inferno part to where you get down to the seventh level of hell. But nobody reads past that. <laughs> like, nobody knows there's two more. Far, as far as we get. <laughs> we go straight down. But the, there's, like, a redemption thing where you go back through purgatory and then you go through heaven. Cool. Paradiso. Paradiso. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a game. That is a game. It's a town in Red Dead Redemption. Is it? Or is it Paradiso? Might be with an R. Paradiso? Paradiso. I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. I do, but I'm Mexican in America, so. You're Spanglish. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll go ahead and go into our dive for today, our anime dive. Uh, this was by one of the, um, uh, somebody that uh, asked for it on one of our videos. I don't have it pulled up right now of who. <laughs> but you know who you are. You. You asked for uh, Dragnar Academy. Dragnar. Dragnar. Academy. I thought it was Dragon Academy when I read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, genre is considered uh, fantasy, romantic comedy, and harem. So Harem. Yeah. I knew a chick that liked to write reverse harems. Oh, God. I guess she just liked to get busy. <laughs> so she was just a whore. It's fine. That's what she wrote as horror story. Not horror. <laughs> just horror. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, it was originally written by uh, Shiki Mizuchi uh, it, for the manga, anyway. Uh, the anime TV series was directed by uh, Shinsuke Tada and Tomoyuki Kurokawa. Uh, 12 episodes. Uh, and you can actually watch it on Crunchyroll right now. Well, who needs Crunchyroll? You got Netflix. It, the uh, anime ran from uh, April through June of 2020, uh, 2014. April through June? Uh-huh. Two months. Okay. So three months. Yeah. So they four, eight, twelve, yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, first episode is called A Boy and His Dragon. Uh, it's, uh, in the, the actual, like, uh, Japanese name of it is, uh, Saikoku no Dragonar is the Japanese name for the first dragon on there. Uh, Saikoku no Dragonar instead of, uh, Dragonar Academy. Uh, all right, uh, the first episode, Ash Blake is a senior student of the famous, uh, Ann Sullivan Dragonar Academy but branded as the number one problem child for having no dragon pal. <laughs> other than capable of riding other pals, he hides one secret beneath his arm from everyone. He has this mark all the way up his arm. Uh, one day during a dragon, uh, dragon rearing spar, Ash accidentally got himself into an argument with the prideful crown princess, Sylvia Lautremont. Through a provoked act about his pal being dead, Ash challenges Sylvia uh, or um, yeah, Sylvia, uh, in the annual Ares Dragonar Festival race to take back her words. Hmm. During the race, Ash forfeits his victory, where he crashes off uh, some opponents conspiring uh, against the princess during the race. Uh, while returning back to the school, Ash stumbles upon a mysterious figure named Milgaus and his bodyguard Anya, who nearly drives him uh, who nearly drives him off of the edge of a cliff. Uh, then, after a uh, falling moment, his right arm starts to glow. So he falls, his arm starts to glow, and born uh, right out, uh, born right out of Ash's secret star brand is what this tattoo is called. Appears a girl. Hmm. <laughs> so it's his dragon, basically. Uh, next episode is titled "Ties That Bind: The Astral Flow." So Ashley, uh, a Ashley, Ash finally. <laughs> He finally has his pal born, a dragon named Echo, or Echo, I guess is be the better way to pronounce it, who is uh, actually a, a human girl style of character rather than looking like an actual dragon. Echo, like the, the Marvel movie, that's uh, number one. Yeah. <laughs> to make matters more problematic, the thunderous young dragon declares he that she is his master and he is not hers. After a uh, touring stroll around the Academy City, Someone has their sights set on Echo to be more than a valuable research subject. The difference between this and the actual uh, novel, the event where Ash names Echo is placed during her visit to the town in the anime when it was moments after her birth during the novel. Okay. So they changed a couple of things around a little bit. So it fit better in a, uh, I guess, a animation way? Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess formatted to fit a different medium? Right. So, uh, let's see here. Next episode is called Riot in the Streets. So a hesitant Ash becomes uh, enraged as a, uh, sorry, he becomes urged as he was invited to join the city council by the seductive president, Rebecca Randall. <laughs> the most American name. Well, his too. His is Ash Blake. Oh, yeah. Is it? I thought it was Ash Ketchum. No. Trying to catch all those dragons. <laughs> Trying to catch all those dragons. I want to be in the way. <laughs> Uh, while on a cafeteria break, the mysterious intruders Ash encountered during the Ares Festival uh, start spurring chaos by summoning an undead dragon that captures and swallows Echo whole in the process. God damn, God damn, Tech on Titans all over again. He comes out looking like a dragon. <laughs> while Ash struggles uh, to rescue her, uh, they're trying to figure out at the end of the episode, can she fix uh, up his arc set to save the day? So, oh. Can she? The answer is no when he dies. <laughs> Next episode is called Iron Blood Valkyrie. 
10 days after uh, Necromancia's attack, which is the undead dragon, Ash and Sylvia were admitted to the student council per Rebecca's request. Ash tries to balance towards his newfound school duties while keeping his secret identity as the heroic Silver Knight of the incident. So basically, uh, Echo was able to grant him a, a power, basically, to become like a Silver Knight. Hmm. And they did, she, she ended up being saved. And the, the undead dragon defeated. Meanwhile, Sylvia receives a message that her older sister, Veronica Lautremont, the Iron Blood Valkyrie, is coming for a visit. And Sylvia does not look a least bit happy about it. <laughs> so then we go into the Ice Blue Princess is the next episode. Uh, the Iron Blood Valkyrie, Veronica Lautremont, reunites with her little sister Sylvia after four years. Disappointed with her sister's progress as a Dragnar, uh, she commences an arranged marriage with Glenn McGuire. These are very American names. McGuire. <laughs> McGuire. So you're making them uh, baseball uh, home runs? Yes. <laughs> uh, her bodyguard and once her brother's best friend. As Sylvia struggles against the iron fist pressure of her sister, a terrorist attack is launched on the church she is uh, praying at, led by the well-known assassin, Advoca the Convicted. We go into episode six. It's called The Blue Bryanac. Veronica orders Sylvia to pray for forgiveness for her weakness at the church. While there, the church is taken over by a group of bandits led by the gorilla Advoca uh, uh, Kilskaya, who threatens to bomb the church with everyone in it. Ash goes in to negotiate with her while Veronica initiates her plan to save everyone, even though initially she planned to let Advoca blow up the church. Well, damn, girl. I know. This ultimately results in Sylvia and the citizens being saved. <clears throat> Episode 7. Luca Sarlinen. 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 <laughs> Uh, after Ash has chosen to go to a training camp, they find out about the last student council member named Luca, who was a greater uh, who has a greater reputation than that of the student council president. She has a problem with her dragon G uh, Gawain. I guess it'd be you know, G A W A I N Gawain Gawain, uh, and it's up to the student council members as friends to help her. We go into episode eight called Moonlit Roar. After arriving at the training camp, the student council continues their effort, efforts to talk with Gaiwan. After managing to get on his back, Ash is knocked out and speaks uh, with Gaiwan in the High Dragon Workshop. While there, Ash finds out that the reason Gaiwan will not let Luca ride him is because that the two had an accident recently and he does not want to put her in charge like he did before. So the dragon doesn't trust his rider. Well, damn, ain't that a great way to uh, establish a relationship? Episode 9 is called Dragon Dance. After Gaiwen goes missing, it is up to Ash. Dance of Dragons? Yeah. Sounds familiar. <laughs> it's up to Ash, Silva, and Echo to find Luca uh, to help Luca find him. Meanwhile, the camp is attacked by a horde of Necromancia, which are the undead dragons. Students and the staff fight them off. The group finds Gaiwen, but Milgaus is there with a large Necromancia dragon. The group defeats him and the dragon. They kill the Necromancia dragons at the school and rescue Gaiwan. So, all all's well that ends well, basically. Episode 10, Assembly in Fontaine. It's a lot of American and uh, yeah. French words. Uh, <clears throat> Sylvia, Ash, and Echo are invited to the capital by Sylvia's father so he can meet them. Upon reaching the capital, Sylvia meets up with her father while Ash and Echo explore the city. 
Once Ash meets Sylvia's father, he appoints him as a Dragnar. So he becomes a Dragnar at that point, instead of uh, just being one at the Academy. Meanwhile, an evil group plots behind the scenes and waits to start its plan to kidnap Echo and awaken her dragon form. Because she's been in human form the entire time. Oh, really? Huh. Episode 11 is called Yggdrasil Rising. Yggdrasil. Uh-huh. Great choice. Now we're in North mythology. Yeah. Remember, Yggdrasil is also part of Overlord. That's the only reason I can look at that word and know what it says. <laughs> <laughs> you know what word is crazy to look at in Greek mythology that I only learned from playing God of War is uh, Hecatonkeres? Like, if you ever look at it, you will blow your brain out. Just like, huh? <laughs> and I, I can recite it perfectly just from the game. <laughs> Uh, after realizing that she will never be with Ash, Echo runs off. While outside and away from people, Echo is kidnapped by the evil group. God dang it. While Sylvia and Ash search for her, for her, for her, <laughs> they find out she was abducted and go to rescue her. Going into episode 12, the star branded Dragnar, which is actually what uh, the Japanese words really mean in the title. Hmm. The, the actual title of the anime itself. Okay. So now we finally get the actual <laughs> Oh. Because the American version of it is not the same as what the Japanese version is. Uh, the evil group complete their plan and force Echo into her dragon form. Echo is then possessed by the spirit who formerly resided in Sylvia's brother's body. Echo loses control of her body and wrecks havoc across the city. This causes Ash to jump into action, venturing into Echo's mind. Ash fights and defeats the spirit, returning Echo to her human form and saving the city. And that is how the first season ends. Yay. Uh, we're going to go over a couple of the characters here, so that way you at least understand them a little bit better. Okay. So Ash Blake, uh, a 16-year-old student at the Academy whose dragon Par hasn't fully awakened at the beginning of the series. He is also uh, he is known as a problem child due to his tendency to react violently to any perceived insult to his yet-to-be-born dragon. That's a great way to, uh, it's a great way to figure out... Uh... <laughs> React to any response or any actual uh, anything. Uh, despite his poor reputation, he has an unusual talent, a phenomenon called chalice that makes him the only human, aside from his sister Linda, able to ride other people's dragons. So that was not a possible thing? I thought it was just random. You can all ride any dragon. No. You can only ride the one that you summon. Huh. As a child, he had no interest in becoming a breeder, which is what they consider people that raise dragons. Uh, but he met Sylvia Lutremont, who was determined to be a breeder by chance during the orphan rite and assisting her in finding the mother dragon. After finding the mother dragon, he is chosen to become a breeder, not Sylvia. He was given the dragon Par, later named Echo, by the mother dragon, who was aware of his ability to, dry, to ride any dragon. After saving the town during the Necromancia incident, he is defied, uh, uh defied? Maybe deified? Deified, probably. Yeah, be deified. As the arc-bearing Silver Knight, which corresponds to a noble rank. He is later knighted by Paladin Oswald, granting him the title Dragon uh, Dragonoa, shortly after accepting the position of Student Council General Affairs. He is also called the Knight of Avalon, due to him being Echo's master. In the second year, he takes the Student Council President position, where he becomes the founder of the Independent Order of the Avalon Knights. Man, quite a mouthful. A little bit. <laughs> uh, we have Echo. Echo is a special dragon par who takes on the form of a human girl. Although she develops a fondness for Ash, she treats him as though uh, he was her servant and not the other way around, much to his annoyance. 
Echo is fully aware that Ash is her master and that she is his pet, as she describes herself, but she doesn't want to admit it because of her pride. She also believives that if she submits, that she will have uh, she will be nothing but a tamed pet to Ash, hmm. and not a like friend type character. I guess. Uh, Echo uh, assesses Dragonwise, a place where she can gather uh, the ability to give Ash a magical suit of armor known as the Ark. And when she does, they also receive an arc weapon infused with elemental power. She is later revealed to be the imperial princess of the emperor's family of Avalon's holy dragons. And her full name is Echo Aurora Christina Pendragon Lena Anharusa Ilya Roransuva Lillian Muriel Octavia Robentine De La Rosa. So she is Hispanic. <laughs> about to ask, is she Hispanic? Is <laughs> like a Hispanic long uh, name. It goes off. Resu, uh, Resuperansu, Van de Compas, uh, Compostela, Avalon. Jeez. According to the Mother Dragon, Echo, well, Echo for sure. <laughs> yes. According to the Mother Dragon, Echo is both human and dragon. This was arranged in order for her to breed with Ash and save the dragon race from extinction. Ew. Gross. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you. But yeah, that's uh yeah, that's Dragon R Academy for you. There you go. It's a boy that wants to, to sleep with his dragon, basically. Isn't it the girl that wants has to sleep with the Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh fan service in this anime, so just as a heads up to anybody that watches it. <laughs> I would it's not um it's not a bad anime per se. It's just not usually something I would have watched generally if not asked for. Well, like I said, it's not bad. The graphics and stuff like that, or like the animation itself is pretty good. But I don't know. I've never been into the harem animes, really. My whole life is a harem. Yeah, you and your, your ten fingers. Reverse harem. <laughs> <laughs> You're part of that harem. I'm part of the actual harem. <laughs> Look at exhausted. <laughs> it's like, you take over. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this bullshit. I feel like I feel like getting a notebook right and putting a pineapple upside down sticker on it just just to mess with people. <laughs> I'm not a swinger, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, buy one of those neon signs hanging on your front door. Be fucking hilarious have an upside down pineapple on your the decal to your car. Yeah, be like, what the fuck? What's he into? <laughs> And then people just keep approaching me. I'm like, I'm not into anything. I just have a pineapple upside down. I like Hawaii. What the hell are you guys talking about? I'm always, I'm always I'm confused. <laughs> huh? Why is swinging? I'm, I like Hawaii. That's where I grew up. I eat pineapples upside down. <laughs> you know, you've never heard of pineapple upside down cake? You never, you ever, you never bit into a pineapple that was uh, completely like shelled? Yeah. 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 What's that like? Hurts. I guess that's the pine of the part of the apple, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. That shit hurts. Just tear up your whole mouth. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right. You ready for some Reddit? Yep. These are all today I fucked up, by the way. So for you. One of my cousins on there. <laughs> he would be if you knew how to write and read. He's a, just what you're saying is he's illiterate. <laughs> uh, the first one is by Muted Radio. This person puts. A good game, actually. It makes sense. A muted radio. Yeah. You can't mute a radio unless you turn the volume all the way down. Yeah. Uh, this person puts, this morning, whenever I woke up, my boyfriend seemed very upset. 
I asked him what was wrong, and he asked me if I didn't remember what happened the night before. When you I was there. a dildo up my ass. I was <laughs> I was very confused and told him no. I only remembered waking up once around 3 a.m. and going to the bathroom, and that was it. You pissed on me. <laughs> he told me that around midnight or one, he was having a panic attack and shook me awake. He said I hugged him for a few minutes, then mumbled something about, I'll do it in the morning. Then I turned over, and he grabbed my arm, and I apparently yelled at him to stop touching me. He said, he said he rolled over and started to cry, and then I shouted, Are you seriously crying? I'm trying to sleep. Ouch. The problem is that I don't remember any of this. Are you sure? I, I think this is selective. Yeah, I think she's lying. Yeah. And this is not something I would have done if I had been fully awake. I obviously feel horrible and have apologized multiple times. He seemed to be less upset after he realized I was serious about not remembering, but I sent him a text this morning to further apologize whenever he left for work. Uh, I made him some breakfast earlier and took it to him uh, to work for him. And we talked a little bit about it, uh, what had happened. And he made a joke about the situation and seemed to be normal about it. But I still feel horrible. Bitch, you remember this shit. You remember exactly what you were doing. It's like, oh, you really fucking crying, motherfucker. <laughs> she wakes up like, I'll make you give me reason to cry. You beast. Get out of her. <laughs> Bitch. He just starts beating the shit out of her. Before he sleeps on the couch. <laughs> really you're gonna cry now uh next one is by bumblebee number 4903 apparently they, all the other numbers were taken so. that or that's the that's that one number that's the bumblebee's actual account from the actual hive could be that's how many there are <laughs> this happened in friday uh your emails would be fucking crazy like if it was bumblebee email you know gotta send it to eight seven six nine three two one this is nine two three four five six <laughs> Like, what's that, 872? I'm like, what the f- <laughs> uh. All right, this first fits. This happened on Friday evening, and I'm still dying about it. Uh, it was early evening around- Guy? I go to the hospital then. Hey, I'm reading the way they wrote it. Uh, it was early evening around 8 p.m., and I started dozing in and out of sleep in the recliner while my husband and four-year-old son were watching a show on his iPad. Well, they watch it. Something like Wholesome and Family, like- uh... Uh, games of Thrones. <laughs> Watching Saul. <laughs> right here's the part where she tried to stick her hand up there, and she gets caught, that hand caught too with the spikes. <laughs> uh, my son came over a few times to come. Tell a bunch of humans. Saw <laughs> so whole fun. <laughs> this is this is about sharing. So you ain't sharing shit. <laughs> Literal shit. Uh. My son came over a few times to come talk and show me things, and then I would doze off again. He came over again and started yanking on my arm to wake me up. I was in the middle of an intense dream, and I smacked the shit out of him, and I could not remember any of it now. But as I was jolted awake and out of the dream, I yelled, Oh my God, shut the fuck up, dick nose. There you go. This is to her son, by the way. When I came to and realized where I was, I realized my son was crying and my husband was looking at me disgusted. How dare you ruin our, our wonderful family night of watching Hostel 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> I asked him what happened, and my husband said, Why would you say that to him? I said, The dick nose? I thought it was part of a dream. You know he has, You know he's embarrassed about his nose? It does look like a dick. You don't have to call him out on it. I had no idea I actually yelled that to him in real life. I had to explain to my kid that I didn't mean to call him a dick nose. I still don't know what a dick nose is. You know what it is. Dick nose? Come on now, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everybody knows what a butt chin is. You know what it is. You ever seen the man with the biggest nose ever? 
She's seven inches long. Jesus Christ. Never kissed a woman in his life because they couldn't reach. <laughs> Cyrano de Bergier. I don't know what the fuck his name was. I'm just, you remember the movie, don't you? I'm talking about the real guy. I know. I'm saying, but it, it could have been the same kind of Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the guy was like, he would hide and he would give some handsome guy all this advice. Is that the guy? Yeah, Cyrano. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> Were you hiding in the bush? Tell her her eyes look like starlights. <laughs> Say her panties are as big as the sea. <laughs> just some random shit. Just to see if he'll repeat it. Because the guy's dumb anyway, so. Ask her, ask her what them titties do. <laughs> the next one is by Z's. Z-E-I-Z. Z-E-I-Z. I'm surprised they got that username, to be fair. The eyes. The eyes. It's all in the eyes. It sounds like it's Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. The eyes. <laughs> Realize, realize. <laughs> uh, this person puts, I matched with a really cute girl out of my league. Not only that, but she was into the same games as me and liked cars. It's a guy. We, talk- we talked for three days nonstop and we decided to meet up for coffee. We met. She was even better looking in person. That's a guy then. Things started out great. Conversation flows great. And then she shows me a picture of her cat from that morning trying to get into a fishbowl. I laugh at her and tell her, what an absolute unit that cat is. Did it count? What a heckin' chunker. That cat hella thick. It's a fat bitch. <laughs> it just starts going on. <laughs> and even after she leaves, he's still going, he's the fattest fucking cat I've ever seen. My God. That <laughs> Garfield motherfucker. Her expression's completely changed and she gets quiet. <laughs> that's Sherry. That's a red flag. I tell her that when that fat cat take care of it, can't take a joke, he goes, bah! She starts going off. I tell her that it's a, that's a super cute cat, but her expression remained the same. Two to three minutes go by with very minimal talking. Oh, fuck. Things are really awkward now. She gets up and says she needs to be somewhere. She left and almost immediately unmatched me. So we just meet up late? <laughs> uh, next one is by Kurosaki Topo. A random one? It must be something actually, like, prophetic. Kurosaki is the last name of Ichigo for Bleach. There you go. That's one. What's the first one? Ichigo Kurosaki. So is that just Ichigo? Well, it's uh, Kurosaki Topo. I don't know what the Topo Topo might be. I have no idea, actually. Maybe it's his actual name. It's just the guy's real name. Topo. We just over here fucking trying to decide what it means. Uh, This one puts, uh, next one, by him. Sorry for my bad English. Not my first language. Yep, he's Japanese. Could be. Uh, this person puts, she, and I do have to add the ages this time, she, 43, is always saying that she's ugly and old and stuff like that. That no- <laughs> my fucking cotton candy. <laughs> that nobody likes her, uh, likes her, uh, find her attractive. I, a 26-year-old male, am always saying she's pretty and hot, because it's true, and to make her feel good, so... We were drinking some beers, and she starts to undress. She asked me if she's hot, and if I wanted to fuck her. And I said, yes. This is Japan? <laughs> God dang. Forward as fuck. I was excited, but at the moment we started to have sex, my thing didn't work. <laughs> she said uh, she was so sad that it was because she wasn't attractive. But I don't know. I was nervous. I made her feel bad, and I'm so sad about it. For obvious reasons, she don't want to talk to me and blocked me from social networks. Well, fuck. Social networks. Yeah. I mean, that was a foreign country. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're fucking hot. Yeah, I want to fuck you. Oh, it don't work. 
I think don't get her no more. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. This one is by Dubwise Selecta 805. Okay. Hey, it says S E L E C T A H. Selecta. For context, wife and I had parents, uh, our parents are a beautiful toddler and rent a house, uh, what I like to call a landlord special. And this happened to that baby's butt ass suddenly. A beautiful toddler. Everybody looks like a troll. They found underneath a bridge. <laughs> and this happened two days ago. My wife and I had been planning a date night all week. I surprised her by saying I'd like to go to the movies, which I don't do. I was never a fan of the movies before. I mean, I watched the triple feature, Hostel 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Centipede 1 through 5. <laughs> I was never a fan of the movies before and haven't been to a theater since pre-COVID. I've taken the theaters for granted, and I generally miss them. Silly me. Shit, I haven't been to theaters since COVID either. Damn, that's wild. <laughs> I had a Saturday off. She went to work and dropped off our daughter in the morning at her mom's wife. At her mom's. So mom's wife. So my mother-in-law could watch her while we go on our date night. Great. Night to ourselves. Wife arrives home around 2 p.m. Movie starts at 6.30 and decided we'd eat before the movies. We mutually agreed we'd leave at 4. So... I told her, uh, take your time to get ready. So she did. And I stopped and asked, hey, so can you shave down there? Wife was like, I got you. Talk about an actual real relationship. Yeah. I have time to kill, so I decided to hop on my PC and log into Squad server to kill some time. No kids. I could game in peace. Not if he's like, fuck them kids. <laughs> Not even five minutes go by. I hear, shit. Oh, fuck. 30 seconds go by, and I hear my name being called for help. I wait a few seconds, and she yells my name again. <laughs> That's a true couple right there, too. Tore wait that. a second, he's like, oh. She fucking tore that coochie up. <laughs> <laughs> our bathroom is directly in front of our bedroom. I quickly get up in frustration. Open the bathroom. I see water spewing everywhere. Like, what the fuck? She points under the toilet. I see the pipe that sends water to the toilet bowl spraying water. That's better than her getting cut up. Yeah. I quickly try to shut off the rusty valve that was impossible to turn from all the corrosion. I run to the garage and grab a tool for leverage. Like I mentioned earlier, the landlord special, there is a copper hard line about eight inches from the water outlet to the bathroom. Uh, for, sorry. Uh, there is a copper hard line from eight inches from under the water outlet to the bottom of the toilet wall. A grommet at each uh, end creates a seal. That bypassed you completely but <laughs> basically also it's so crazy the guy can just pinpoint the actual size of something except their dick yeah like that's eight inches eight and a half inches 15 inches around you can get enough room and you can fill, fill that fucking uh plumbing up my dick i don't know my nine eleven inches <laughs> i'm not sure he's packing too but they, they don't fucking pipes yeah by fucking just like by just like the eye uh eye uh, gauge yeah uh and cut fucking blocks of wood I need two 15 fucking uh, two by fours. <laughs> I got it. Ha, ha, done. But then it's like, hey. Uh, I think fucking measure their dick from their asshole. <laughs> uh, you see, my wife thought it'd be a good idea to kick her leg up on the toilet bowl. You get the picture. Since there is a copper hard line instead of a normal flex pipe, it shifted and ruptured the seal from the grommet. Our bathroom got semi-flooded and gallons of water spilled from the toilet bowl. Damn. Three trips between Lowe's and Home Depot's, of course, we could not find a flex pipe that fits on the action, the ancient water valve. It measured three-fourths of an inch. <laughs> He's got the exact measurements, too. 
<laughs> we did find exactly that, but it would not thread on. Three hours later, I said, screw it. I MacGyvered a makeshift grommet of reused copper line. It worked. We missed our movie, and we just went straight to dinner. Fun night. Hey, man. Can I make do with the best tell you can? And she tried to shave the coochie. So she tried her best. <laughs> she kicked her leg up and shit. Broke that bitch. <laughs> that fucking bathroom mm. tore up now. <laughs> uh, next one is by Dependent Soil 8011. This person puts, oh boy, I hope no one knows, uh, uh, no one I know sees this. I went on a date last night with someone I've known for a while, but that's not really where my fuck up starts. After dinner, I went for a walk. My fuck up started when I was born. <laughs> We're going to go back in history all. <laughs> After dinner, we walk. Uh, we went for a walk uh, along the very quiet and empty river. Things got snowballed from there. We started making out. He was feeling around, and we were generally having a hard time restraining ourselves. So we moved somewhere quieter, where this girl gave him a hand job. Was it the bathroom of a supermarket? Just outside. I was in a bitter call. <laughs> I don't think anyone saw, but this is where the fuck up is. I wasn't aware that he had shot that hard and that suddenly my hands and jeans were covered my hands and jeans were covered and all I could do was sit there with my jaw on the floor he must have been bad at just shotgun blast yeah just like a blue one out but one of the dust pipe retracted it hasn't been back in a while I've never had to clean uh male jizz off anything so I tried soaking it down with water because a water bottle was all I had with me yeah that ain't gonna work yeah <laughs> I couldn't see it uh, once I rinsed my jeans, so I figured everything would be fine. That's where you really did fuck up. Watch the crust start forming. <laughs> the fucking white stain. Wrong. I got up this morning, having forgot that my jeans probably needed washing, and went out and shopping. <laughs> With a steel over fucking jeans? I didn't give a second thought. I thought I'd cleaned it, I thought I'd cleaned it good enough. Cue looking down at said jeans when I'd gotten on the bus and learned that I had not... In fact, cleaned it good enough. So I've been walking around unintentionally covered in cum. Damn. Uh, and to me, in story form, I imagine some old 95-year-old woman coming, Honey, you got cum on your jeans. And she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> There's always the old ones that I don't mind telling you. No, they're willing to tell you everything. Tell you everything. And they don't care. Next one is by uh, Jim, Jim, Jim is Therapy. I was trying to figure out if that was an L or an I, because can't tell. Alrighty, so this person puts, greetings. Actually, not today, but a few days ago. Wait, Earthling? Greetings, Earthling. Nanu, nanu. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend and I, I had a human experience today, because I am also human. <laughs> my girlfriend and I were having some quiet alone time together, which had gotten pretty rare since we have a one-year-old kid. We decided to use the opportunity to have some sexy time and started out with some foreplay. Fucking okay, sexy. If you, you guys call it sexy time, you might as well not. Yeah. Uh, we were making out and things got spicy. I was hard as a rock and ready to make my ancestors proud. At this point, I need to mention that I thought it was uh, fun to get high beforehand as uh, it feels much more intense then. I got higher than intended and due to that, my tongue felt like a dry piece of beef jerky. Well, uh, have you ever woken up in the middle of the night because you were so thirsty and eager to get that cold, fresh 3 a.m. sip of water? That kind of dry. I'll wake up with a, like, a drought. See? Fucking fourth way. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> I don't know why. 
Maybe, maybe I'm a mouth breather when I sleep, but man, you wake up just fucking dry. So you know the dry? I get spit fire. Nevertheless, I put off my clothes and I uh, leaned in for a final tongue kiss before working my way down on her. Then it happened. When the tips of our tongue got okay, tapered the shit out of her, I busted out laughing, blowing air out of my nose into her face. Her tongue felt so wet that it made uh, it a fucking nectar from it. It made me envision my uh, tongue to feel like SpongeBob from that episode. <laughs> Where he visits Sandy for the first time and he's on the brink of death, desperate for water. I immediately felt embarrassed and sorry for ruin ruining the mood. I apologize for being childish and stupid. We we tried to uh, save the situation, but I got soft, and she lost interest as she was very disappointed. Totally get that. After that, silence, trenched by disappointment and embarrassment. That's, that's marriage for you. Thankfully, ten minutes later, I was able to get the mood back on and made up for it. I gave everything I had, used every trick in the book, and managed to take her to the promised land and preserve some dignity dignity from my bloodline. Hey, all three positions that you know. And you know the entire thing uh, out of everything? That last little part was not the true part. <laughs> it was just disappointment. Probably. <laughs> I like lost her effort <laughs> for like five, ten minutes. <laughs> just sitting there. All right, last one is a little bit of a long one, so. It's like 18 pages, it looks like. Two, two pages. Damn, what did they do? They committed a crime? And this person is a logical brilliant 115. That's not logical nor brilliant, so. Did he murder somebody? <laughs> All right, but this person puts, I used to pride myself on the ability to handle spice. But today. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to tell by handling, you ever, you ever vomited out of your asshole? After eating fucking spicy food the day after, believe me, I know. Taco Bell, that's why they bolt down their toilets. <laughs> so hold it to frame. Blah. Hold on. They got fucking handrails. They do. <laughs> the grip pad. And a fucking, they got a seatbelt you should put on your back. <laughs> like the South Park. Yeah, I just can't get ready for that fucking shit. But today, technically yesterday as I'm writing this, I proved myself wrong. This all started whenever I decided to order some hot pot from my favorite local restaurant. This place offers a range of spiciness levels. Level 1, for those who can, uh, cannot handle any heat whatsoever. Level 1, for a mild kick. Level 2, for a medium amount of heat. Think spicy ramen or hot buffalo wings. Level 3, for a serious dose of burn-your-mouth heat. And level 4, which can only be in, <laughs> intended for consumption by the descendants of the, depth of, uh, the deepest depths of hell. <laughs> uh, I started at level 2 my first time and found it quite bearable so i moved up to level three from there which i had several times and was still about to consume without any serious discomfort fast forward to today whenever i decided it's time to kick things up a notch i ordered the level four spice with the, which the restaurant describes as simply burning hot <laughs> jesus <laughs> it's not do not, do not do not do not use plastic or porcelain <laughs> we'll melt through uh. This is definitely a noticeable burn with each bite, but that's not too unusual. At first, I attribute it mostly to the temperature of the soup base and simply ignore the mounting pain. Because the food is delicious. Meanwhile, my nose is running like crazy. My lips and chin are uh, stinging from stray drops of the broth. God dang. And each new mouthful burns so badly I'm panting in the useless attempt to give my tongue a respite from the heat. I only managed to eat about half of it before I noticed that I'm feeling uncomfort uncomfortably full. I then have a bit of water, which obviously does nothing to assuage the burning. He's you really assuage you. <laughs> Goddamn, Stephen King. 
I know that milk is supposed to help, but I despise this stuff and I don't keep it around the house, so that's not an option. I quickly Google. Well, look, uh, I despise this milk. It's a natural component of our daily life. I despise the milk. You're too good for milk, you sack <laughs> of shit. If you're lactose intolerant. Hey, man, I'm lactose intolerant. I'll eat ice cream today. <laughs> and shit tomorrow. A quickly Google search tells me uh, starchy foods like bread can help. I have some crackers on hand. Same thing, right? Kind of. The mouth-burning sensation goes away within a few minutes of eating the crackers, so I think I'm all in the clear. Wrong, good full butters. <laughs> That's when the full deadly force of the hot pot finally hits my guts. And guess what? Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>, guess what? <laughs> the onset of the pain is rapid. The mild discomfort I had been feeling transforms into gut-wrenching agony. Jesus. The sudden rush of sensation takes my breath away. <laughs> the then, like the kid that got fucking sent to fucking uh, the hospital because it's hot Cheetos. Yeah. It's going to be like that, it seems like. Doubled over, I rushed for the bathroom. But guess what? Yeah, I got munched. Uh, vacating my bowels helps only slightly. It takes the time. The vacating my bowels. This guy's really like uh, quite the, uh, well, I don't know. The linguist. Yeah, but... Almost like he's doing it to, to present himself as somebody that is that smart. Yeah. Instead of just making it sound relatable. Right. Look, I'm fucking ran to the bathroom and I shit myself is what I want to put. It takes the pain down. Uh, it, pay, it takes the pain from uh, 100 down to about 99.8. There you go. Close enough. But I still feel like I'm on death's door. Only I make it off the toilet. Once I make it off the toilet, I flop onto the floor just outside of the bathroom door. A sensation like hellfire is ravaging the lining of my stomach. I'm rendered immobile, cursing, gasping, drooling. I try to take some deep breaths, but it doesn't help. I quickly have to stagger back to the toilet for round two. Damn. This time, as I'm hunched over, shaking, sweating, and groaning, my mouth starts to f to fill with bile. About to throw up, too? Yeah. Damn. Now, I'm not sure which end needs more to be pointed at the toilet. I stand up and flush and then lean over the toilet for a moment. The new, uh, the new position sends fresh shockwaves of stabbing, twisting pain through my guts. I decide I don't want to know what that hot pot feels like coming back up through my nose, so I forcibly swallow back the bile. Again, I find myself face down on the floor. That will come out the asshole. <laughs> this time I am. With trembling hands, searching the web for advice. <laughs> just advise me sweat. Like a clicking on the booty hole on fire. Need advice. <laughs> Surely I need medical attention, but I'm in too much pain to get myself anywhere. And while I seriously contemplate con uh, contracting, uh, contacting emergency services, the humiliation factor is too great. My web search for extreme stomach pain spicy food yields mostly unhelpful results. These fools with their cute little articles about these fools about avoiding spicy foods before bedtime and drinking nonfat milk cannot conceive of the predicament I'm in. This feels like every stomach flu I have ever had as a kid dialed up to ten. It feels the way torture must feel. This is the type of pain that makes enemy spies confess any and everything just to make it stop. During around three or four on the toilet, fuck, how much did you eat? I mean, there's only so much in your asshole. I mean, honestly. Your asshole's just crying. Like you can't just you can't shit air. Good. Be farting. Yeah. <laughs> I eventually regain uh, enough mental clarity to remember that the existence. Mental of clarity. I don't like this guy at all. I hope he fucking die. <laughs> I mean, not really, but you know. Yeah. Uh, fucking annoying. I eventually regain enough mental clarity to remember the existence of tums. I fling myself off of the toilet, crawl to the kitchen, and proceed to dump the entire contents of the uh, medical uh, cabinet onto the floor and search for them. I could cry from relief whenever I find the bottle. 
Immediately, I take about five tablets. Jesus. Then assume the least painful position I can find on my knees with my face, face on the floor. Ass up. Yep. Because that's the way he likes to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a few minutes, but the burning sensation in my stomach begins to fade. I have the sense to sit up once I am able so that gravity is doing the work of keeping the contents of my stomach down. After 10 or 15 minutes, I feel well enough to stand up and clean myself up. I foolishly believe the ordeal to be over. I just imagine him not wiping because it's so painful. <laughs> he just got drool on his face, sweat on his brow, and just shit in his pants. Just looks a mess. Snot down his nose. <laughs> After a shower and the cursory clean of the bathroom, I remember that I have some ice cream in the freezer, and although I'm feeling wildly nauseous, I decided to try a few bites. Thought you didn't like milk, asshole. Hoping it will take away the lingering burn and minimize my pain later on when the contents of my stomach pass into my intestines. Then I crawl into bed and start watching Netflix. Before long, I feel my mouth start to water. Heavily. I first try to ignore it. But this is like nothing I've ever experienced before. It's like the it's like the every time you're about to throw up, like your mouth waters like for like to get it, your mouth ready to vomit. Yes, it does. I can't swallow quickly enough to keep it down. I finally I finally get up when my mouth is filled to bursting with fluid. As soon as I'm vertical, I realize my mistake. I speed to the bathroom just in time to vomit all over the toilet. Close enough, I guess. The Toms. The hot pot is no less spicy coming back up. As predicted, my nose and throat now feel as if they are too being ravaged by hellfire. Rinsing my mouth doesn't help. Blowing my nose makes it even worse. I force myself to snort a solution of water and baking soda, which helps mildly, and after a few more tums, from there there's a waiting game, eventually. I start to feel like I'm half alive again, though still too nauseous to drink water. This uh, went all down about 18 hours ago. I put myself in a bed just before 7 p.m., and after about 12 hours of sleep, I still feel pretty damn queasy. Jesus. Don't think I'll be having any more spicy than a uh, piece of plain toast for a while. Anyone gone through something similar? Not that bad, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, jeez, dude. That's why it's like, if you're not accustomed to eating that kind of level of spicy, just don't do it. You know, build up to it. I mean, you're Mexican and you can't do this. <laughs> I can do that if I got a build to it. You got a build to it, though. I could probably eat, uh, well, no, because I had some spicy yesterday. That shit blew out my asshole today. Like, it, 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 it like, <laughs> that a spicy kind of, like, a spicy shit, right, is different. It, it just, like, ejects from your asshole. It, you don't shit, right, and that shit fucking explodes. Like, before you got here for the stream, right? Or for the re the session, like I was like, I I, I got a punch at like three three forty in the afternoon, like, Ugh. and I, like it wasn't one of those like, oh no, I'm fine, I'm fine. I, but I was like, oh, I gotta take another shit because I had taken a shit that morning. <laughs> so I had two shits today, <laughs> both of of considerable size, but this second one looked like lava because <laughs> I had pozoles, and that, if you know what pozoles is, if they're spicy, and they come out just as red as they went in. Along with a little bit of blood. No. I have a pretty uh, proficient uh, shitting system. <laughs> a lot of fiber and water. So uh, when I go, like I can go like, I, I, I ruined the fucking sewage system in this neighborhood from my amount of shitting. <laughs> uh, but that's all I got for Reddit today. Anything else to add? How do I explain it? Like, it's it just like it falls out of your asshole. Like, it, it's almost like it doesn't even go through your cheeks. Like, it just drops out. <laughs> Like like a faucet opening up and releasing the first uh, bit of water. Dude. 
<laughs> like the minute my toilet hit the, the my ass hit the toilet, that shit came out like a faucet that was clogged up. And like you know, like the first two songs like, like that dirt and stuff <laughs> and like grass and just <laughs> just laminar float. Just, just yeah, just blew out. <laughs> if you if you have those too much, it'll it'll fuck up your asshole. Those like those watery shits. Like Carmen. Yeah, like the horrendous ass shits he has. <laughs> like, he had, well, well, a lot actually, didn't he? Well, no, wasn't it uh, him that went to the Mexican restaurant and said, I, 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 I ain't never come back here. I had a solid shit. It's like being raped from the inside. Yeah, like he's, I guess he was always had a wet shit. Yeah. It's weird. Like, it's like, uh, it's weird about life, right? Like, you can't be one or the other. It has to be that perfect medium, that Goldilocks. Uh, so you, you can't have two two solid shits, or you can't have two soft shits. A perfect medium of shit. <laughs> too solid, they can't. They don't come out. They get stuck in your ass. Too wet, they start pretty much like chafing, chafing your asshole. It's like, well, fuck. <laughs> so you gotta watch what you eat. Yeah, but you get to watch it twice. <laughs> in and out. Throw in a little bit of corn, and you're you're good to go. Yeah, don't eat corn. There's no nutritional value. <laughs> and I've never seen corn not in its full form on the way out. <laughs> It is the. It comes out perfect as it went in. You can throw that. You can throw. I can clean it and throw it back into a fucking uh, bag, and you wouldn't know the difference. Hey, don't give some of these weird ass people some ideas. I'll give you all the ideas. Remember, that's how they figured out about uh, that uh, specific kind of coffee. What? Where the goats eat it, and then shit it out. I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, I'll show you later. I don't want you to show me nothing about <laughs> coffee and assholes. <laughs> all right, I guess that's it then. We'll talk to you guys on the next one. Adios.